Welcome to the Genius Garden. I invite you to quiet your mind, open your heart, and channel the glorious creative divine that lives within you. Welcome back to the Genius Garden Beauty. I am your host, Jesse Huntenberg. And today I'm going to talk about the virtue of patience, why it's a virtue, why lacking it can really make things difficult for us. And also going to share a story about my own struggle with patience and how practicing patience as a spiritual practice is helping me to access my genius more deeply and more consistently. So I was inspired to speak to this because (laughs) I am in the midst of a moment where it's hard for me to be patient. I recognize intimately that patience is, is, is exactly what's required from where it is that I am in my life and my experience right now. Not only is it something that I would do well to exercise as it applies to the minutia of day-to-day life and the drama of living, but I know that it's something I do well to exercise as it applies to the grander scope of what it is that I want to accomplish, experience, and achieve in this lifetime, in this incarnation. So this most recent bout of impatience was what came to a head when my husband and I discovered that, um, at least for us, a significant portion of money that we've been expecting for a very long time may be delayed even further. Um, and it could be delayed much, much, much further than we'd anticipated. It's one of those circumstances where we expected it much sooner to the current date. And now we find that we may not receive it for quite some time and it may not actually even be as much as we hoped or expected. And we have done incredibly well in exercising this patience (laughs) over time. And it's almost as if we both reached that point. We both reached that point of impatience with the entire situation such that our emotions began to get involved in the experience. We've been very good at regulating our emotions up until this point. Um, But today, the growing frustration with the situation um, brought things to a bit of a head. And when I say a bit of a head, I mean like emotional exasperation, emotional frustration. And even, we even let some negative self-talk and some negative thoughts slip in there. And I know that when I allow myself to fall into thoughts of doubt, disbelief, and just like blatant negativity, that 
really what's happening is I'm letting my fear, my lack of control over the situation, my frustration get the better of me and step forward and place my genius on the back burner, which in my experience is never a good move. For those of you who are new to the podcast and are new to the concept of genius, genius is really the unique divine creative entity expressed through our incarnation. So basically it's like the one expressed through our individual manifestation. And when we are connected to that divine source and are channeling it through our manifestation, this is a little bit hyperbolic, but there's really very little that we can't do. Um, But when we let fear, doubt, disbelief, you know, the trifecta that I've kind of pulled from the matrix, uh, step forward and take control, you can also refer to this as the ego taking control, then um, we're primed to lose sight of what's truly important. We're primed to feel ourselves disconnected from the fundamental truth of existence. And we're honestly primed to act and behave in ways that will not nurture, enrich, or sustain us. So I had a little ego lapse today. (laughs) In response to this circumstance or situation. And luckily, both my husband and I were able to rein it in. We were able to have a conversation about it because we've both done a lot of work in terms of self-healing and um, taking a look at our individual shadows and our you know shadows as a couple and all of the rest of it. So we were able to rein it back in. But I also feel that I was personally able to rein it back in much more quickly because I'd just done one of the exercises uh, in the How to Grow a Genius Garden journey um, that I'm currently in the process of creating and depending on whether or not when you're listening to this, um, that's like available to you at this moment. I just did one of those exercises last night and it's an exercise that illuminates all the conditions, like mindsets and states of being that actually invite genius and all those that really push it to the back burner. So it was very clear to me that what I was experiencing, the emotions I was experiencing, the thoughts that I was experiencing, um, the reaction that I let myself be swept up in was not going to A, solve the problem because there was nothing to be solved, at least by me at that moment, Um, but B, was going to decenter me and take me away from that true path, to shut down that channel of genius. It was ultimately going to take me away from bringing forth that, which I feel like I'm divinely called to bring, bring forth. So again, I was able to rein it back in, bring it back to a space of center. Um, but even it's still in my mind and thoughts still appear Um, because I am impatient for a variety of reasons um, that some of money was going to bring me this sense of uh, a peace of mind that I needed to continue building the new foundation 
that I'm currently building uh, for my business, even for my family, even in terms of my relationships and friendships, it feels like I really am launching into a new chapter of my experience. And I just falsely felt that this money now would make that easier. You know, whenever we attach external validation to our internal um, landscape, or whenever we rely on the validation of externals to provide us with a sense of well-being, we've missed the plot. And I know this intellectually, (laughs) but sometimes it's hard to feel this intuitively. Um, But that's kind of why I I started thinking or meditating on patience and I decided to take a moment to think about patience as a virtue and to really align myself with this practice of patience uh, so that I could transcend the feeling of uh, the loss of control so I could refocus my energy and attention towards building this foundation uh, and and you know deviate from this focus on disappointment that things aren't the way I want them to be just yet. So why is patience virtue? I took a moment to think about this and I wanna offer some of my thoughts to you in response to this question. One, because it guards against self-destruction. I don't know about you, but when I don't trust the process, and I become impatient with the results that I'm receiving, when I don't trust the judgment that brought me to make the choice and decision I made and to go off in the direction that I chose to go off in, um, knowing that it was deeply reflective of my genius or that it was you know, a path that was there for my genius specifically, when I don't get the results that I'm looking for in the in the amount of time that I expect to get them, I've often, I've been known to self-destruct through making a change prematurely. Like I don't hang in there and give it time to mature. I say, this isn't working. This obvi- obviously isn't working. Um, I thought it was gonna work. I felt like it was going to work. I see the results. It's not working, it's time to make a change. I don't feel necessarily that we should change so readily in response to specific results, especially if the choice that we made is in deep resonance with our integrity and reflects our personal genius because maybe sometimes at that moment it's time to to measure success a little bit differently. Maybe it's time to pull away from external results and recognize that the game that you're playing is the long game. Um, You know, maybe what you are seeking is something that takes time to mature. There are a lot of moving parts. It takes faith. It takes trust. You know, Um, it requires a bit of strength and it requires persistence. And for these reasons, it's good to cultivate a 
practice of patience because in those moments where your results aren't coming as quickly as you want them to um, and you begin to doubt whether or not they ever will come, you can kind of rein it back in. You can bring yourself back to center and say, no, I made this choice and decision in sound mind. It, it, it absolutely reflects my personal genius. It, ref, it, it reflects my integrity. It is in alignment with my values. I need to wait. I need to hold out a little bit. I need to give it some space to grow and mature on its own. Um, you know, using a garden as an analogy, it's like planting a seed and expecting a plant to grow much sooner than it has time and energy to grow. And then when you see it in the, in the state that it's in and it's not where you want it to be, that's like pulling the plant out of the ground and starting over. Really all you needed to do was give it some time, give it some water, give it some sunlight and let it come to a place where it would bear fruit. This aligns very heavily with the, um, the giant um, analogy I use in how to grow a genius garden journey. And it also reminds me of the Seven of Pentacles card in the tarot. There's this figure who is literally standing beside a plant uh, with like a hoe in hand that is looking at the fruit of their labor and with, with this crestfallen look, <laughs> this, this, this look of disappointment because it's not where they wanted it to be. It's the card of patience. It's a card that says, hey, hang in there. Just wait a second. Maybe things aren't where you want them to be right now in this moment, but the, the seed has been planted, the foundation has been laid, or you're still laying the foundation. Just keep ensuring that you give this plant what it needs to thrive. Don't pull it out of the ground just yet. Don't walk away and stop feeding it. Just persist a little bit. You can make it through. Um, don't give up prematurely. Now, patience is also a virtue because it allows us to invest time and energy into pursuits that are much larger in scope. And this is something that I'm learning um, right now through the creation of the Genius Garden Tarot, which is honestly likely the largest project, largest single project I may have ever undertaken. Up until this point when I've created in offerings for you, it's almost been like a patchwork quilt. Um, they are all loosely connected and related, but they're each their own entity. I've never invested this much time, energy, and attention into a single project before. So I'm beginning to learn the value of patience as it applies to pursuits that are much larger in scope, that have many more moving parts, that require a lot more of a time investment, a lot more of um, even an intellectual investment in terms of, for me personally in this project, coming up with all of the images for the archetypes, you know, formulating how things are going to be produced. And sometimes we need to be patient so that we can actually pursue larger projects that, that give us an opportunity for a larger payoff. And I don't just mean that materially speaking. I mean 
a larger payoff in terms of a sense of accomplishment and achievement, a larger payoff in terms of what we push ourselves to create, um, a larger payoff in terms of what we are able to bring into being, how we're able to show up in the world, how we're able to channel our genius and more impactful and ultimately more fulfilling ways. When we are patient, when we let things take time, when we let things take time and when we accept the setbacks that come with giant projects and when we continue onward, even as the process or journey doesn't unfold precisely the way that we want it to, we allow ourselves to do great things. Patience is a virtue because it supports us in making choices from a space of love and trust rather than a space of doubt and fear. So when we begin to doubt a choice made from a space of genius, really what we're doing is that we are responding to our fears that things aren't going to work out, that the worst is going to happen, even though we ultimately know in our hearts that that's not true, if we let our fears take over in that instance, in that moment, then we can end up, again, sabotaging ourselves, backpedaling, changing things up in a way that's really not going to serve us. When we make choices in love and trust, they are usually choices that are not made in haste or in response to externals again. Decisions that are made in love and trust are choices that we make when we align with what's deeply true for us and our awareness of that. And when we don't really question so much how, how we're going to do this. We trust that the how will come in time, right? We trust in ourselves to help the how happen. <laughs> and we also trust in the universe, the one source, force, whatever you want to call it, to support us because that is the very thing that is leading us in, in this direction. You know, when we are aligned with genius, when we channel genius, we know in our hearts that we're deeply aligned with the, the Godhead, if you will. So whatever we do from that space is almost like this kind of sacred destined kind of action or activity. But see, we humans are tricksy creatures and we definitely have a mind of our own. And sometimes that mind, when it doesn't trust that message from something much greater, when it chooses to trust its own doubt, um, it can really sabotage itself. When we have patience, we are able, we don't make decisions in haste. We know that we don't need to make this choice right away because we know that we're not going to lose everything if we don't act right now. We are able to kind of be centered, be stable, and approach things from this space of faith that it's all going to play out just fine anyway. So there's no need to rush. There's no need to make choices in haste. We can wait and we can ask ourselves, hey, is this coming from love and trust or is this coming from fear and doubt? And if we figure out it's coming from a space of fear and doubt, then it's 
very clear to us that we should just stay the course. Now, if like me, you're someone for whom patience is a practice, there are some reasons why you may not naturally be a very patient person. And you know, some of them are natural, some of them have to do with our socialization as well. So I believe that patience is deeply related to our sense of trust and consistency, or even our experiences of trust and consistency. Have we been betrayed in the past under many different circumstances? And is that something we've yet to heal from and move beyond? Did we grow up in a household where the adults weren't very consistent, where they didn't really follow through with their word, and where long-term goal setting wasn't really a thing, and where our efforts weren't necessarily rewarded when we did persist and when we were patient. If there were adults in your life who made promises that they didn't keep or follow through with, that could cause you to be impatient when it comes to receiving something. You will, you trust or you think that it's not going to be there later. The opportunity isn't never going to materialize. So if you don't really take advantage of it right now, um, then it's, it's not going to happen. Likewise, if you had an experience where you invested a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of focus, and a lot of effort into something that never materialized, and even more so if that happened to you multiple times, um, you may have trouble being patient because you just don't trust that things are going to come together the way that you envision. You get this sense of urgency, like, um, you know, I have to jump on this right now. This has to happen right now. I have to make this work right now because if I don't, then I'm going to miss my chance. You may also have trouble being patient if you don't trust yourself enough to stay committed and persistent. Uh, if you've had trouble staying the course in the past, if you've had trouble remaining emotionally regulated and centered to the extent that you could show up consistently over time, um, even if you've struggled with bouts of depression or um, any kind of mental or physical health conditions or issues that keep you from continuing on in the trajectory that you set out for yourself, you may find that you are plagued by a sense of urgency, that you can't really look beyond the short term into the long term because you can't count on yourself to be able to show up with the amount of energy, attention, and focus that you need. And that is one of those conditions where spending a good deal of time trying to get yourself right spiritually, meditation might actually be beneficial in the moment rather than continuing on or laying new foundations. And you'll also develop patience and trust in yourself in the long run as well. Now, self-doubt is the enemy of patience. And I mean like run-of-the-mill self-doubt that's not necessarily attached to a mental health illness or condition. When we begin to doubt our competency, when we begin to doubt our vision, when we begin to doubt our creativity and the value of what it is that we are we offer, we will become impatient. We may develop a sense of imposter syndrome. And if we are 
working from that space, we may kind of also tangentially develop this mindset of, you know, got to get while the getting's good, got to capitalize while we can, because this isn't going to last, I'm going to be found out. And that may also hinder our ability to be patient, to wait things out, and also to create visions and goals long term. Um, but there is hope and the hope lies in taking care of your vessel in reconnecting with genius and in trusting yourself. If you have trouble being patient, practice patience with deep mindfulness and awareness. Pay attention to how you're feeling when you don't get what you want when you want it. Pay attention to whether or not you're making choices from a space of love and trust or a space of fear and doubt. If you're feeling really decentered and you have a lot of self-doubt as it applies to what it is that you're doing and you want to just throw in the towel or explode things and just completely self-destruct, just take a step back first and take whatever time you need in doing whatever practices work for you, meditation, yoga, all forms of spiritual practice. Take that time to do those things so you can get back to a center before you actually make any choices or rash decisions that could actually sabotage you in the future. So I hope you've enjoyed my little meditation on patience, um, my dears. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me, for entering the Genius Garden, and I will talk with you soon. Mm-hmm.